Hi, I'm James Schillinglaw aboard Explora One. Yes, it's finally here. Uh, I'm here with Chris Austin, who's the Chief Sales Officer for Explorer Journeys. And Chris and I have been doing a few interviews over the years about this ship, and we're finally aboard, and it really, really is good. So we're going to talk about Explora One and a whole lot more on Insider Travel Report. First of all, Chris, it's great to see you here, right? It's great to be here on Explorer One. On Explorer One, amazing. We've been talking about it. We, we've had interviews all over the world, practically, about this. And, and finally, we're, we're here actually in the lobby bar, which is kind of the heart of the ship, sort of the atrium. It's a beautiful, beautiful space. And I think that's, that's for me, that was the biggest, when I came aboard, it is a gorgeous ship. Thank you. She really is. And I think, you know, what we've done is we brought the dream, the passion, the vision of our family owners, obviously the Aponte Vargo family, and you know, their European heart and soul. Of course, we're headquartered in Switzerland, the gold thread of Swiss luxury. And in fact, what is amazing is without even prompting James, we've got many guests saying to us, they love the European feel, the European design, the aesthetics there, and she really has. Ladies and gentlemen, she's turned out absolutely beautiful. So that was your reaction when you first boarded the ship, what did you say? Well, most people were saying to me, wow, and actually when I boarded the ship as well, obviously I've seen the ship during construction yeah, yeah. and the shipyard, etc., etc. but I think the finished product has all come together. You know, she offers a true seamless sort of design experience yes you know the calming colors that you see that flow across the ship everything has continuity and everything is of a high design because some of our furnishings are provided by some of the finest italian you know furnishing companies etc and even i was thinking of taking some of the furniture home with me do you think i get it in my bag make sure you do it when we're in port actually ship at home right exactly but then all the details and that's the other thing that many of our guests are actually commenting on the details that they see around the, the, the ship, obviously from there. Homes at sea, our beautiful suites, to restaurant, how we've curated memorabilia, much of that done actually by Madame Alexa. Um, so really delivering, as I say, a home away from home, your home at sea in a beautiful, beautiful environment. Now, uh, once you got on board and you've been tr sort of working with travel advisors non-stop the last three years about how to sell this beautiful ship, how to sell Explorer Journeys, have you revised your thinking about how they should sell it once you actually saw the final product? Well, I think it's all about storytelling. And, you know, we have a responsibility, James, to ensure that we're sharing the stories with our travel advisors. Obviously, seeing is believing as well. And we're welcoming a lot of our travel advisors on we, what we call our insider first looks. Those pioneers, those travel advisors who have made one booking get the opportunity as part of their sort of rewards of being a pioneer to actually come and experience Explorer One for themselves. When you have a few uh, travel advisors on their very first cruise, I know you have a group from Ensemble and some other travel advisors here that are really, they're wowed about the whole thing. Absolutely, they truly are, they truly are. And, you know, we've committed boldly to our travel advisor community, as you well know, and many of obviously our advisors listening do today, and we'll continue that. We're here for the long haul. After all, this is the first of six ships, four of which are fully signed. 
Obviously, Explorer 2 under construction, she'll be delivered next August as well, but we're fully, fully committed, and you'll see that, uh, that continuing for a very long time into the future. Now, when you saw the accommodations, was anything stand out uh, about what was really, you'd heard about it, you'd read about it, you saw them under construction, but what do you think is really special about the accommodations on board? Well, one of the, I think, most special things is actually the size. So when we actually were researching how Explorer 1 should be designed and built, you know, we surveyed 20,000 consumers actually, affluence all around the world, and they of course told us what they wanted. And they said, as well as a beautifully designed yacht-inspired ship, so we went to Martin Francis, of course, he's the world's number one maritime architect, and he designed the ship with Fink and Thierry as shipbuilders. The second thing, space. Third choice, and then design. So you talk about our homes at sea, our suites. We have the largest leading suite currently in our category, 35 square meters or 370 square feet. And actually, people see that, they feel it and the design in the suite. And one of the most impressive things, and actually a lot of the ladies, James, as you know, are saying this, they love the walk-in closet with the seated vanity. In fact, this morning I was only told, a lady must have designed this space because the chair is exactly the Usually right. Usually I see ship designs and they said, I think a man designed yeah, this yeah, space yeah, yeah. and this is always the problem, as they said. Yeah, so they were complimenting us actually on, you know, it must have been a lady because the chair at the vanity is the perfect height. And in the drawer of the vanity is a wonderful, wonderful Dyson supersonic hairdryer. We were talking about that earlier, the Dyson, boy, I thought you could blow oh, your head, blow your, <laughs> or me. Well, <laughs> but, you know, many, many people do and they're certainly enjoying enjoying that as well so that area really really I think comfortably and then the terrace the terraces are the largest currently in the category we have a gorgeous Italian day bed we have dining tables and two chairs out there we'll do obviously in sweet dining I mean how amazing to be having your breakfast or even lunch or dinner on your own private terrace or if you're in one of the larger penthouses or residences you can invite some of your friends to, yeah. to dine Have with a party yeah exactly and in our homes at sea whatever category you're enjoying frette linens on the beds frette towels in the bathrooms frette bathrobes slippers etc you have your own illy private coffee making separate tea making facilities you know i'm english so i don't like my tea made out of a coffee machine okay. so we have separate tea making facilities so really we're offering obviously everything anybody wants we're all inclusive and we're welcoming our guests with chilled bottles of Verve Clico as a gift from us. And that's only in the leading category, our ocean terraces. If you're in the penthouses, you get a, a vintage uh, Moet Chandon. And if you're in one of our 23 residences, ladies and gentlemen, your guests will be welcomed with a beautiful chilled bottle of Dom Perignon. Not too shabby, as they say. And plus, one thing you do—you're talking about the beds. I got to tell you, the mattresses are amazing. They're, they're pretty, yeah, pretty yeah, comfortable. Yeah. They're making me uh, have uh, about, uh, you know, five hours of great, great sleep every sleep. day. That's about me, me too, because I have to work too. But that's like now. What about the dining on board? I mean, I've already experienced uh, not everything uh, tonight. You and I and are with the captain. We're going to the uh, chef's kitchen, which is a sort of special cooking area. Uh, but we were originally supposed to go to uh, Fil Rouge, right. uh, which. I, I dined at last night and it was absolutely amazing for a restaurant that is a walk-in your main restaurant yeah. I'm sorry this is crazy because it was just so, so so many choices on board the menu and really wonderful food well I think what everybody needs to understand is we really do not have a restaurant that is the number one restaurant the top restaurant or a number two or a number three we have six restaurants and in my opinion they're all equally 
as good. Now, why do three restaurants require reservations? Mainly they're smaller. Yeah, anthology. Of course, we have a dining experience fee and anthology. Well, that's the thing is that's that's the one restaurant where you may have a surcharge yeah. with anthology because these are your kind of your guest chef restaurant, right. right? You have a different guest chef for a certain period of time. Where I'm dining at, at it towards the end of the cruise, I think Sunday night, uh, and and you do. But it is amazing that you can bring these people on. Well, and it's a commitment from for us. It is a commitment for them, of course. But currently, Chef Mauro Lassi, who of course owns his own three Michelin star restaurant on the Adriatic coast of Italy is uh, operating that restaurant and in fact his team uh, uh, are in the kitchen and they're, and they're serving so of course you know that requires specific ingredients that he must you know he wants and must have coming from certain purveyors and so it's a very unique experience if anybody has been to his restaurant before they'll know it is incredible and we've even got guests saying to us they think that the experience has been the best meal of their entire life that's pretty incredible, that, that pretty incredible. Pretty so incredible. now you raise my expectations I, I like that guy so. but I have to tell you the the restaurants that are right you know your your normal restaurants if you can say that uh, Fils Rouge and then the uh, uh, the I steakhouse yeah. Marbling Co. Marbling Co. So, so I think as James is saying we've got great variety across the six restaurants yes whether you go to Phil Rouge French international inspired in a beautiful elegant atmosphere Medioc club so you've got culinary offerings basically from around the Mediterranean be it France being Italy be it Greece North Africa one of my favorite cuisines actually and you could sort of mix all those up to curate a really really exciting sort of dining experience open sometimes for lunches as well Marble & Co where I was last night a European steakhouse and it's fabulous when you look at the menu and actually you see different uh, cuts of, of meat whether they're from Sweden or France or Germany or Jersey uh, and I believe that's Jersey Channel Island. Jersey Channel, no, not New Jersey. Not New Jersey. Nothing wrong with that, of course. Uh, so great, great variety there and a fantastic uh, dining experience. One of the areas, restaurants, culinary experiences that I think our guests are most surprised and impressed about, and that is the Emporium Market. Yeah, I was going to mention that, that where I have eaten quite a lot, it is cooked to order, amazing pizzas. Uh, pizza is, is one of my... my bad, true my, Italian it, it, it is a true Italian pizza maker. And, and then, so the problem is that I go up there, I have the pizza, and then I think, I want that fresh pasta too. So I actually go and get that too. Is, is that wrong? Not while you're on Explorer One. You can have whatever. I mean, I'm having pizza and pasta. That's probably you can have whatever you wish, James. And then lobster tails. That's right. That's right. So the Emporium Marketplace offers a lot of variety in culinary. Uh, probably, you know, it varies each day. You could have 10 different uh, culinary stations, 12, 14 or something. But it really allows you to have a lot of different choices. And again, as you said, cooked to order or prepared by chefs. And it's a, it's a more casual, obviously, environment to, uh, to be dining. So we talked about um, and then you have Sakura too with the Asian let's yeah. not let's not leave that one out. indeed I was gonna go there Sakura pan-asian it's absolutely beautiful the design of the restaurant you could go there for a sushi bento box or in the evening you could start with sushi have a whole meal of sushi or sashimi but you know you can obviously have many many different items pan-asian and I think it's one of the uh, the restaurants people are enjoying. Uh, Absolutely, I've had lunch there. I have it's, uh, yeah. a reservation for for dinner there uh, later in the cruise, and it really is amazing. So you can't go wrong. The only one I'm, I'm trying to fit in is your med. Uh, it's is, the, is the med yacht. The med yacht. Need to go. Club. 
dialogue. Exactly. Yeah, I, I haven't exactly. gotten in. I figure out. I have to figure it out. Sometimes they have them open for lunch. Yeah. Uh, but but I have to tell you, Fee Rouge was. A, a, I, I went back for breakfast this morning because it was so good. And actually, if you want a lighter breakfast, yeah. James, then Crema Cafe, Crema which Cafe? is. Uh, overlooks actually part of our lobby here where, where we're standing. But you could have a lighter breakfast there, illy coffee made by our baristas or a, obviously a cup of tea, even a you know, uh, cup and, of hot chocolate or something and, and, if you wish. And, and suddenly some wonderful breakfast pastries right. too, like croissant and pain au chocolat, yeah. which I was complimenting your chef uh, about, Chef Frank. I said, you make the best pain au chocolat, I have to tell you on board that I've had so far. Wow, I bet he was happy to hear you he say that. He was very happy because he said, I work at this and I was a baker. So, hey. all right, so, but, you but you know what? You can be a baker, but the conditions on board a vessel are very different from, you know, you have on land. He said they've, they've made alterations for that. So. Well, he's very discerning, of course, and I think everybody's going to really be impressed with the culinary offerings that we have. It's obviously a very important element of an ocean experience, and I'm delighted to see and actually have people coming up to me, James, wanting to tell me how much they enjoyed their dinners and their lunches. And, and, and everybody has been saying that. Now, the last thing, one of the last things I want to ask you about is how to sell these wonderful public spaces. And the, the public spaces here, we in the, the lobby bar, we have a, a number of lounges, some real nightclub experiences mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Plus, uh, when you go outside, you have how many different pools? I lost count. Four, four pools outside, actually. And we've got an adults-only pool, the Helios pool, actually, uh, upper, upper deck forward. Um, we've got our two pools on the uh, on the after the ship when you're at the astern pool actually i think you can really sort of uh, perhaps gain that um, private yacht type of inspiration and, and and feeling and we have our conservatory which is on a day like today perfect perfect <laughs> exactly we're in slightly cooler climes ladies and gentlemen that's why we say that but when we're in the mediterranean or in the caribbean we'll open the roof of the conservatory and it's an absolutely beautiful gorgeous gorgeous space choice remember those three pillars that uh, our travelers that we surveyed had, had, had stated they wanted. They wanted space, we talked a little bit about that. Choice, we talked about culinary choices, we talked about the pool choices. We've also got over 65 plus cabanas available for obviously our guests around the ship. It's a great vibe. The whole design of the ship is a cosmopolitan boutique hotel feel and experience. That's how our travel advisors used to sell it. And that's one of the ways to unlock the new to ocean experience often called new to cruise yeah. and we've got guests on board now who this is their first time absolutely first cruise first time first time first cruise that's, and they that's, that's ambitious they are saying that before they leave they're going to be making another booking uh, with our beautiful uh, future journey ambassadors who are upstairs here that's why I'm looking up there so um, absolutely and I think with the design that does clearly feel like we're in a boutique hotel we're in a resort we're not on a cruise ship well, that was you know? what I was going to ask you because you've made a lot of emphasis and I was like, yeah, Chris, this is a cruise. What are you talking about? It's not a lifestyle experience. But I have to tell you, you you've made a, con a convert of me because I was going to, you have to sell this more as a lifestyle experience than just a cru another yes. cruise. Not to say there's anything bad about those cruises, but because we've all, you, you, you've been part of cruise lines you know, in the past. There's nothing bad about any cruises in the segment actually of, you know, ocean of cruising. We are though now a category of our own and obviously we're for a discerning traveler that was the vision creating a new luxury lifestyle brand a European brand being proud of that fact and really offering something unique and differentiated 
for a discerning traveller. Absolutely. And I think really it's so amazing uh, to see it come together. It's humbling actually to hear the response from everybody on board, those travel advisors who are sailing with us and our guests who are sailing with us, of course. And um, yeah, I think, as I said, we're going to be here for the long term. And, uh, and this know, is the first sailing. It, this is the, this <laughs> this is the, the very first sailing. First sailing. There, there, are, there are plenty of times throughout the day where people also come to me and say, I can't believe this is the first sailing. They may be looking in the Rolex shop, which is across my corner. They may be in the journey. They may be coming out of our small casino, you know, but they do not believe this is the first journey. I mean, the crew is so well-trained already, so friendly, so hospitable. Uh, it really is amazing how you pull, pulled them all together. Anything else you'd like to say to our 120,000 travel advisors? You've really, you know, you, you, you've been talking about it for three, yeah. we've been talking about it for three years and you've done it. Well, thank you and thanks for this opportunity because we have been talking, we've been selling an intangible brand, now we're tangible. The ship is launched, Explorer One's launched, we are operating, we've had our maiden journey. So, ladies and gentlemen, James, the time is now. We have wonderful opportunities for you all. You have great programs too for travel advisors. Programs, we have great promotions. The early booking benefit that gives your clients a 5% uh, value saving if they pay in full means that you get 100% of your commissions sent to you once we've received those monies. So go to our Travel Advisor Center, which you can easily get to from our website. Discover, make sure you're using all the assets there. Do the Knowledge Suite training, use the Marketing Suite, use the Booking Suite. And of course, don't forget, my amazing team all around the world and especially here in uh, the USA they're all here to help you and uh, you know we're in this together yes we're going to be successful together and thank you in advance for all the support that you are giving us and of course to all of those who haven't made a booking yet well what are you waiting for? <laughs> Chris, again, great to be with you on this very first cruise. Thank you for inviting me on it. it was, it's an ama amazing experience. Look, a few more days left, thank goodness, because I still haven't finished all the restaurants. And I, I have to do that. I have to do spa and wellness yet, because I, I, I have to pay the price after that. Uh, again, great to see you here. And I know we're going to have dinner tonight with the captain, That's so right. that'll be yeah, fun. Yeah. And it's really been a wonderful experience. Again, thanks so much. Thank you, James. And to everybody, thank you. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report.